Hello. I'm trying to keep my eyes wide. I know you're just like looking away, just like. <sighs> <laughs> no, it's my first day um, back on Miracle Morning. Yeah, five starts absolutely wrecked me. What was that photo? Was that one of your like? Was Velux window? Were you looking up? It's the, it's the this. Ah, okay. I thought it would make sense. Uh, on that carpet there. Oh, is that where you were just laying in the hallway? <laughs> yeah, the, um, part of the thing, with, you know, the exercise one for 10 minutes, I did a 10-minute ab workout when everything else is flooring. I didn't want to go upstairs and wake the kids up. Yeah. So that's the only bit of carpet we've got. So I just laid on there and done it. <laughs> <laughs> so I finished and I was like oh my god thank god it's done but yeah it takes a couple of days to get used to anyway doesn't it yeah, and it I started fasting which isn't ideal but those Ooh. are the challenges how not long are you fasting? just not fasting until 12, 8 and 12 to late I'm not like doing a diet or anything I just want to try and drink more water and like not be eating it's just like it's like cups of tea isn't that for me I'll get up on the morning and have a cup of tea then yeah milk, milk and another milk and sugar and then it's just like i've probably noticed i'm not having water so i'm trying to drink my water i tell you one thing i've also i've done like which is really interesting on you saying that so i've now i i, I don't i do fast but not really but what i've done is like um three meals a day and then no snacks that's really hard yeah. i didn't realize how like that that is really hard. that's what i've been doing the last maybe three days and it's um super hard to your, eat your bread, which is like literally what we should do like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like three meals. But you're like, you get too used to it, don't you? Eating and snacking and just, oh, yeah. Just, I finish a client and then I go, every time I finish a client, I'm like, oh, can get some food now. Every, yeah. and you think, well, that's like five, that's like seven or eight times during the day. It's like these little, little snack here, little snack there. And even like you look at fruit, you eat fruit and it's still, if it's high sugar, it stacks up with calories. And you think, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I just feel I've had, it's been so hectic the last couple of months, like with events, like social stuff, not like just, you know, where you've got a drink or not yeah. have to drink, but you're drinking and you're eating and then you're feeling rough and then you're eating more. And then like I, I woke up yesterday and I thought, oh, I feel like, like I felt like left out Play-Doh, you know, like <laughs> Play-Doh goes like hard and you're just like, it's just needs to go in the bin. That's what I felt like yesterday <laughs> enough for me now i need to sort myself out so. it's not good if you feel like left out play-doh no. and i miracle do know what it is with a toddler i know exactly <laughs> what that's like miracle morning loads of water <laughs> no more play-doh so no. today what we're going to be talking about it's all on the screen already the whole time um consumer duty yeah not consumer duty in a way of i'm ready to explain what consumer duty is but no one can explain that because no one has a clue no do you know what like ah. Uh, Everything we've learned, or been like, obviously, it's been getting drummed into us now for the last six months. <laughs> uh, we already do it. Yeah. Like, and I know that sounds dead cliche, like, because I know there'll be loads of people, and I've been on the train and things where people have asked, like, went, oh, yeah, we already do that. And then as they go on, they go, no, no. I'm like, no, we actually do do that. The only, <laughs> the, like, and I think that's why I've said it, like, to, to obviously, my advisors don't know any different, but that's why when I started, that's one thing I noticed. And I've said numerous times on this show and people have argued where I've said, it's not our job to tell them what to get. It's our job to tell them what's available, yeah. make sure you know, and then they can make a decision. Like they should know that's, that's the whole point where just like the in between that's going to explain everything. And I think 
consumer duty basically is coming in to make sure that people aren't just selling people what they want them to have, the easiest thing for them to do, something that's simple as in like using providers, you know, even going as far as like like a well-being checklist of, of um, sorry, a benefit checklist of, you know, this provider has this benefit free, this provider does this, and you know, which one yeah. the client has. At the end of the day, every part of the product has got value to it, not just what it is, like what it can do. Because some of the benefits are absolutely amazing, like 24-hour GP anywhere. Yeah. That's insane. Um, so we do it. We just need to be tighter on it as in cover out. But, like, it's all right saying we do it, but where do we do it? Like, show me you do it. That's the bit we need to work on most. Why mm. I need to – I've been working with compliance to sort of sharpen my tools on – right where can we physically put down if anyone asks that this is what we do this is what the client has and i've got a few ideas and and things i'm working on um to get sorted but my main thing i want to talk about today with consumer duty is obviously we like we don't need people to be named and we don't need people to say it's me but there's a lot of people (laughs) mortgage advisors who are not advising on protection yeah. one because they don't understand it two because they can't be asked or three they've never done it and they don't want to change their ways now consumer duty is going to put a change to that and you're either, you either you have to make your client aware you have to explain to the client so there's going to be a lot more i suppose like responsibility and consequences put on advisors so it makes sense that if you're going to if you have to do it anyway, which you should have been doing in the first place, like, don't get me wrong, it's ridiculous that you're not. But now you're being backed into a corner and you have to do it and you've got no choice, you've got two options. You either do it yourself and do a shit job, half-assed and just because you have to, and in the end it's going to it's gonna come round and bite you on the backside anyway, eventually, because you won't be able to do a, as good a job. Or you pass it to someone else. Now, I don't, for the life of me, understand why people don't pass anywhere. Like, as long as you have someone you trust, someone who you think is good, someone who you believe would look after your clients, and I know that might sound, oh, well, yeah, but you don't have anyone like that. Well, then find someone because there will be someone. At the end of the day, if you're doing nothing, it's better for the client to have something, even if it isn't the best of the best. But you you need to start referring it out. Get someone who you want to refer your business to. And sorry, I'm just going to say it as it is. I'm free. Like, yeah. send it to me. Like, I'll happily, I'm running a team and all my team are absolutely, like, the, the reason I haven't blown on in terms of, like, volume of staff is for that reason because I want staff who are absolutely shit hot on client service doing what's right by compliance, making sure they understand the product. And I know I've got four staff there, like who can advise on insurance that are unbelievable. Fully, I would pass my clients to them, which is what I wanted. I wanted to have a a team that I would feel comfortable giving my clients. At the end of the day, business is my baby. It needs to be looked after. So if anyone is, I don't know, wanting to know like realistically what they think they should be looking at in terms of, how the process would be, how it would work, if they passed a client, what would get passed back. Because I think a lot of the time people are worried that they're going to lose clients. Like, I don't know, that say, say for example, Meg's my mortgage broker. 
if the mortgage company sent me a lead and said, look, this client needs protecting, we're not going to do it, we want to give you them for you to do it. That obviously goes without saying that none of those clients will ever be fed through to our mortgage side. That's your client. It's now to do with us in terms of mortgages. We're there purely for the protection. And I suppose until until they try it, they're never going to know. But the, they've had the choice before. Where's the don't now? So they're yeah. going to have to just make, they're going to have to do it. And I just think just get just get on board and get it done. So otherwise, you're going to struggle. I think you're right as well. I think it's a good idea to utilize like someone like yourself who doesn't, you know, you've got one mortgage broker, but really you are a protection firm and Meg, you know, and Meg's got her own stuff. She deals with it. She's got more than enough that she needs to deal with. I think that you guys are more, more positioned to help these advisors. You're a named brand. People know who you are. You're very trusted. And it is, as you say, more and more, I've spoke with quite a few networks about consumer duty and some of the things that have always come up is you can't just say, client didn't want to speak about it or you can't you can't do what we what we used to do like and what people do do i know that these guys you know client not interested client not interested kind of like well actually client, you just never spoke about it and you have to um it is it's you can see that coming and you can see all the get the networks gearing up for it and i think if you want to protect your i'm saying this to the brokers now like if you want to protect your business and make sure that your clients are getting the best results I don't think referring to the in-house network, like the, the in-house like kind of team of your network is probably a good idea. I would be going to look for strategic partners with people who are professionals like you at that thing. And yeah, like, sense. you don't have to just go with, so I'm not like a lot, there'll be a lot of people who would DA who don't yeah. do it and they'll need to start doing it. There'll be a lot of people in networks and obviously the network want to keep it within the network. Like ideally they want you to, tran- to transfer the business within the network so they still get, a split of it which makes sense and they're all in the same you know it's all in-house but if you're not comfortable with that ask them challenge it and say i don't want to send it to them no it might not necessarily be me there might be someone else who you look at and you think i really like the way they speak i like the way they advise i like the way they deal with clients that's why i want to sell my business to and rather than just especially now with what's going on and the changes that are being made don't just accept it they're going to say, yeah. yeah, that's what they want you to do, but challenge it, say, can I, I want to. And then if they say no, ask for why, ask for the reasoning as to why. Yeah. Because for me, from a from a, from a a client perspective or consumer duty perspective, surely it would make more sense that you are passing your clients to someone that you have more faith in than someone who you just blindly transfer. Reminds me like a blind transfer. Yeah. Not even- in a call centre, this is the situation it reminds me of. If you're in a call centre and you're on the phone, you're on the other end, and to say, I'm going to transfer you through, and I always say, please, please do not blind transfer me. I want you to transfer me through, explain what's happening, <laughs> and then transfer me. Nothing worse. Nothing me. worse than when you're trying to explain that. Yeah, and then they go, so what's happened? Yeah, so and, like- I, and sometimes you'll get good, you'll get good, people on the phone who will have actually done that and then when you get put through the go I've just been speaking to Mark Mark's told me this but then other arms you blind transfer and they go hello and you go hiya and they go hi so what's up <laughs> yeah what's up I did not explain it no sound great what to do with it and that's what I mean like do you want to blind transfer or do you want to make sure that what you've got set up is you know the process you know what's going to happen you know what the client like journey is what happens after the client's set up, 
you start writing your own rules of it. It's, at the end of the day, it's coming anywhere. So yeah. you, you can't avoid it anymore. You should have been doing it in the first place, but <laughs> let's not let's not cry over spilled milk. Like, let's no, just, I think that's true, though. I think, and I think, I think, like you say, consumer duty. I, I don't think it's a negative thing at all. I think a lot of people are talking about it quite negatively. But I think it's pretty positive. I actually think that, that across the board, it's, as you said, if you do the right job for your clients, actually, you'll be all right. That is literally what it is. If you look after your clients, you will get a good result. And so I think it's a good idea. And pair with you would be great. Yeah, pair with me. Pair with someone else. I'll pair with me. But yeah. yeah. But do something. <laughs> just don't just, because it's, 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 in the day, it's sieving out the shit, isn't it? That's what consumer yes. duty is doing. Like, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's stopping people from it's yeah, it's but it's putting the client at the forefront of it and stopping yeah, it's people the industry, honestly, when people have been like like I've spoken to a few people and some of them are dead positive about them, others are saying like it's bad and I'm like, I don't understand how it's bad. If anything, it's gonna give make sure with that there's less complaints, there's less issues. Do you know, like it's just more yeah. straightforward. Makes it fair to the client, it makes it easier and it's gonna weed out the cowboys. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. So what's your parting words? Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna pass it, then pass it to the <laughs> PP. <laughs> Love that. That's brilliant. 